want you to take the rolls. <laughs> That's you. Oh my god, I felt that one. <laughs> <laughs> huh? I want you to take the rolls. What? Do you think old man Sean and Corey are better than girl Sean and Corey? I love girl Sean and Corey. <laughs> that episode is amazing. It may be the best episode. It's it's up there definitely <laughs> in the top five. Ooh. Ooh. It's now we're going to do a Boy Meets World <laughs> podcast. <laughs> we have feelings, guys. There are so many feelings. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Cutaways Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Justine. <laughs> and I'm here, too. Yay! I missed you. Oh, I missed you, too. We were just, we were just together. 12 hours ago. 12 hours ago. Um, but it's so great that you missed me because uh, we have to be with each other for, you know, all the time. Yep. <laughs> there aren't days where I want to stab you, so that's an accomplishment. Oh, you said you'd not, no, no days? No stabbing. Okay, no stabbing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, should we put a... A bubble? A thing on the wall that it's like, how many days since I've wanted to stab? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like since Sam's comments last night, I should have a whiteboard <laughs> hung in our bedroom. Just so he knows. Just, you know, just so there's information out there. Transparency, guys. That's what I'm here for. Wow. <laughs> he knows. He don't listen to this. He doesn't know. Well, because I am such a transparent person, let me tell you about the podcast. Wow. If you've hung in this far. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to the Cutaways podcast where we ramble and sometimes talk about romantic comedies. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. Not all the time. But we are talking about them, watching them, and experiencing them in chronological order. Yeah, this is your crash course. Buckle up. Buckle up, buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a bumpy ride. Ow! <laughs> well, we started all the way back in 1918 with a silent German film. And today we are... We're watching 1999's Drive Me Crazy. I just can't sleep. I'm so excited. I'm in too deep. Oh, crazy. But it feels all right. Baby, baby, tell me what you think tonight. I think. That's I, not the word. That, that might not be the word, but that is what I have in my head. If you join Patreon, I will dance to Britney. <laughs> well, what's this movie about, Justine? Well, it, it's, it's, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so not excited for that description. <laughs> There's kind of a joke between Ashley and I right now, but I want to see if she gets it after I read the description. Okay. Okay. Don't put it, put it down, put it down. Popular and preppy Nicole is left hanging when her boyfriend Brad invites another girl to the biggest dance of the year. Desperate for a date, Nicole gets together with her polar opposite neighbor, Chase, to make Brad jealous. One, why are they always named Brad? <laughs> Brad. Unless this is Rocky Horror, that doesn't work. <laughs> Two, Chase? Mm -hmm. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Really? The names in this. What? Um, what do you think of this description? It sounds like a terrible movie. 
It sounds like the generic rom-com description of the I was 90s. describing to you last night. <laughs> <laughs> when you get arrested for stabbing. <laughs> exactly that. <laughs> that's that's the joke. Ashley's going to get arrested and then I have to visit her in jail and, and s- tell me what the the new rom-coms are like. Yeah, and they're all this description <laughs> with white people. With white people. These two white people are opposites. <laughs> But they go to a dance. They go to a dance. The end. Boom. <laughs> this movie stars Melissa Joan Hart, who had a cameo in Can't Hardly Wait. Mm. Adrian Grenier. Is that how you say his name? Grenier. Grenier. I think. He's the entourage guy. Yeah. And Stephen Collins, who's the dad from Seventh Heaven, right? I think so, Seventh yes. Seventh Heaven. Oh, the, the pedophile dad from Seventh Heaven who got arrested and is now in jail. What? Yeah. What? He had child porn. Internet. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) Why are we watching this? (laughs) I didn't know he was in it. I don't like this anymore. (laughs) I mean, I didn't really like him before, but now he's a pedophile? Oh. Oh. My, my, it's going to taint our viewing. (laughs) Sort of like Woody Allen. Yeah. Okay. So the director is John Schultz. The editor is John Pace. The first assistant editor is Josh Campbell. And the assistant editor is Jason Solberg. So all dudes. All dudes uh, with J names. Yep. Hey, J boy. And they all call each other J and like tap each other on the butts and stuff. Yep. All dudes. Mm -hmm. Although that name of the assistant editor... He sounded familiar, so I looked him up on Facebook, and he has a friend who has mutual friends of mine. Oh, holla. I'm doing a little Facebook stalking, because sometimes, you know, we know these people. Sometimes we do. We keep forgetting about that. We probably should. Be nice? Not to the movie. We're being real. Real talk with the cutaways. Real talk. Real talk. Your it's not real sucks. talk. It's real talk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this delightful, hopefully non-pedophile movie <laughs> is rated PG-13 for teen alcohol and drug use and for language. Okay. What kind of language? Is it like French? Naughty language. Naughty language. But somebody so, says asshole. Yeah. PG-13. It's like shit. Aw, shit. Aw, shit. You're an ass. <laughs> it's an hour and 31 minutes and rated three and a half stars on DVD.com. What the fuck? I don't <laughs> know. I expected it to be like a two. And then I saw it was like, oh, average user rating is 3.6. And I'm like, Whoa. what? <laughs> Who is watching and rating this movie? Not. I mean, we we are about to. (laughs) The Midwest. The Midwest. Well, here's to the Midwest. Wait, you got anything else to say about this? No, but I am sorry to the Midwest and my Midwestern Catholic family that I say fuck too much. You drive me crazy. I just can't sleep. Crazy.
review over. <laughs> uh, Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Next week on the. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, yep. Uh, my question, Ashley, is how many times are we gonna? Okay, can't buy me love. What 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 was you? What was their ratings for? Can't buy me love. They were low. It was like we gave it a one and a two. I don't think they were that low. I don't know. I, 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 mid, I do think we gave it like higher because of Patrick Dem- like the beginning. Yeah. We like, rated the beginning way higher and then took points off for the, yeah. the end. Yeah. I, I think it was roughly mid-range to low. Yeah. How do we keep finding movies worse than that that are ripping it off? I don't know. I just, I don't know. <laughs> So the premise of the movie is basically like reverse Can't Buy Me Love. So Melissa Joan Hart is our popular girl and Aiden is our curly haired, sexy, troubled boy who is not popular. He's an alternative teen. Yes. I was there for him. Mm Mm-hmm. Nothing else. Yeah. I still won't watch Entourage because that looks stupid and like he's a douchebag. But I was there for him. Uh huh. He was sweet. He was innocent. He it, didn't talk a lot. No. It it made me want to watch like um Bring It On. Yeah. <laughs> With uh Jesse, what's his face? Yeah. Who's like that, but like doesn't change and is awesome. It's like that. Ugh. Mm. It's like. It's really like Pretty in Pink, especially when they're interacting with each other's friend groups. Yeah. I don't know. It didn't seem to really know what it wanted, like, its central message to be about popularity or about being... It didn't really hit anything home. It just... Things happened to and around our characters and there were no real consequences or changes or any response to said things. I think that might all stem from what is Nicole's like motivation? Like who the heck is Nicole? All I know is that she has daddy issues. She's got daddy issues. I mean who wouldn't? Yeah. With him as her fa- with as the father. Him as in creepy seventh heaven pedophile dude. Mm-hmm. But he also he only had he was a day player. Yeah, he had two scenes. Two scenes. Got I, that bank. Yeah, like I said, there were just there were things that happened to our characters, but there were no real reactions to said things aside from maybe beating up some red solo cups. It's like, what's the one where we just watched where we're like, oh, Mansfield Park. It's mm-hmm. like you guys liked each other when you were little and then you stopped and but everybody knows like but did they? No. No. Not everybody. But they kind of were like, well, if I wasn't, you know, too busy focusing on my own shit, yeah, I'd like you again, which they did. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, the other aspect of it was everything happened in dialogue. Oh my god. Every character uh, bit happened in dialogue. Like, what are you thinking now? Well, I'm, I'm thinking, thinking blah 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 blah. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. This guy broke up with you off screen, and we didn't see it. It's because I'm a big bitch. <laughs> that's that's 
Yeah. That that all happened. I mean, what what were your thoughts and feelings of Melissa Joan Hart? I just am confused. Okay, first of all, she's been playing a teenager for like 20 years, right? Yeah. Well, oh, when I was looking up like her her IMDb, I was like, I did not know Sabrina the Teenage Witch was on for like a million years. Yeah, she went through college. Wow. She went through high school, she went through college, and then she like went and lived on her own. The last season was her living on her own with her coll- with a few of her college friends and her aunts don't appear in it. Oh. Except for like the beginning and the end. Okay. I just really didn't understand the Nicole character because she kept on like she reminded me of like Tracy Flick in Election. Yeah, but not but, fleshed out. Right. It but, was like cardboard cutout of. Yeah, it's like she has this plan going through high school. I don't know why. She doesn't establish it very well, except for maybe in the conversation with Brad about the rules. Yeah, it's like, why are there the rules? Why is she like... But what are there? The, what are what, the rules? What are, what are the rules? Who instituted these rules? It's like, you're. it came off like she's the crazy person that just made all this up in her head yeah. and everybody's got to follow along with her. Yeah. <laughs> like her friend Alicia? 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 Yeah. Alicia. She's friends with her because she's an artist at being a bitch. Yeah. I feel like, why did Nicole feel like to be successful, she had to be the most popular. She had to be whatever student body president-like character that she was and had to get the most popular jock guy to go to the dance with her. Not even just, like, date him. Just to go to this, it was just, just to go, to, just to make appearances. Like yeah. everything she was doing was so like she would look good on a resume. It seemed not for because she had these real feelings, but for her anything. social resume. It wasn't even like right. a a resume, a college resume, or a job resume. It was more of look at me, look at me, look at me being this really popular girl. I can do whatever I want. I'm perfect. Yeah, it was almost like they were alluding to the fact that her parents were divorced and so she grew up in this weird environment of divorce and conflict relationships so she had to perfect all of her relationships yeah we really didn't get her tragic backstory no we got his not hers but his was through again through dialogue it wasn't even like it was dialogue from her not from him it wasn't even this thing that we needed to know yeah like, they could have just had a falling out, and it, instead she used his story as this armor for herself. Yeah. His mom got sick with cancer, so she stopped coming over because it made her sad. Yeah. It was all about how the world affected her, rather than how she can affect the world. It's the it's a victim comp for her. Yeah. Which is probably why I hated her. <laughs> yeah. I hated her i was just bored the whole time like the whole like the first if a movie doesn't hook you in the first 10 minutes then it's well and we didn't we had no idea within the first 10 minutes who these people were it started like a tv show yeah (laughs) it did like a sitcom like a really bad sitcom yeah and i was just like i wish i could change the channel every every scene change nothing kept me in and every scene change it was Talk, 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 talk. Okay, we're going to change our plot. Chot, chot, talk, talk, talk. Oh, this is another plot change. Talk, 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 talk. 
four more characters are introduced and their stories are explored. There yeah. were like four stories going on at once. Yeah, let's get into the um, side characters. Okay. You want to start with his friends or her friends? Who were her friends? <laughs> like, who were her friends? They were... I mean, there was anybody. Alicia. Yeah, then pretty much like anybody wearing Gap was her friend. Yeah, there was, there was Alicia, the black girl. The news, yeah. And but we didn't know her name. No, just that she did the news. It was like, here's your side pot character. Yeah. And Brad, Eddie, D. But they weren't really her friends. They were just like. They were in her in social, the social circle. circle. Yeah. yeah. But like Alicia was her like only good friend. But not really. But not really. Because Alicia like, just aligned herself with Nicole so that she could have some power play. Yeah. Move. Like, it, I didn't quite understand the Alicia character. Like, was she just a bitch to be a bitch? Or, like, did she just want to see the world burn? Like, was she our what's Joker character? What's her tragic yeah. backstory? What is wrong with her? <laughs> what's anybody's tragic backstory? Why they're well, so, and, like, messed up. And these are, like, high school seniors. They are 18 years old. How do you already all have a tragic backstory? How, <laughs> how did this happen? In Utah. Yeah. <laughs> the mountains of Utah are so tragic. Uh, um, all of our teenagers are emotionally scarred. Never going to Utah now. <laughs> never. <laughs> so his friends, we see a lot of. There's Ray and there's designated Dave. Who, no, just Dave. Just Dave. <laughs> I will defend just, him. <laughs> it's plain Dave. Yeah, Dave was the best. You think? I loved it. Dave and Ray were like the best characters because they were like, "Why the fuck is everybody going crazy?" <laughs> yeah, and I thought they had not only this like emotional stability. Yeah, that, they were pretty grounded. Yeah, that teenagers typically don't have, but they still had the neurotic teenagerness in them. Yeah. But they were more focused. So Ray worked uh, on in the news crew for the school. He's the editor and, and ran cameraman. camera. He yeah. did everything. He's a one man. To... He's one man band. Yeah, one man band. Ray. And then Dave helped out the popular kids in any way, like delivering messages. He wants to be liked. He wants to be liked. He does. He has a service where if you page him, he'll show up at the party and take you home so you don't drink and drive, which is great. Yeah. But he was kind of treated like, what's he his face? Servant. The little brother in She's All That. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly wished Dave and Ray were in the movie a little bit more. Like they were used to their full capacity. Yeah, like at the end when Ray goes to the dance with yeah, I Nicole. Wanted, yeah. I wanted that moment like in 10 Things I Hate About You where What's-His-Face has been setting up Joseph Gordon-Levitt the entire movie and then they go to the big dance and Marcella is there yeah, dressed as a Shakespearean. He's dressed as Shakespeare and she's dressed as a Shakespearean Juliet. Yeah, Ray, and they have Ray that doesn't get anything moment. in yeah. the end. But he was there, like, throughout the whole thing, like, yeah, I'll be there for you if you need anything, Nicole. And Nicole kind of, like, used him as her her out. Yeah, just so she didn't have to go. She should have went alone. She yeah. should have went alone because the whole thing, the whole movie is just she didn't want to go alone. Yeah. 
I mean, I was really happy that Dave kind of had that moment yeah. with Judy. Yeah. But I did not like that Ray, like, sacrificed himself for Chase. Oh. He's doing the nice guy. He's got nice guy syndrome. Yeah. I. But it also, like, at the same time, I'm like, but what does this do for a story aside from get our characters together? What does... I don't know. And it didn't say anything about how in the beginning how they all thought like they were sheeple and, you know, they didn't have any real causes like the alternate kids. Yeah. Because in the end, they just wanted to go to the big dance. Yeah, it was But isn't like, that life, Ashley? Don't you just want to... No, I've never... Throw your hair up and just forget about all the things you stand on and just go to the dance. No. <laughs> I know. I don't like... Okay. I think I've talked about this a little bit on the podcast before, but now that we're in the teenage movies... Oh, my God. Seriously, Ashley, spoiler of what we're doing next week, but I am so sick of these movies where it's a bet and yes. there's a dance at the end. I'm like, we've, we're doing like three in a row or something. Or mean, somebody's being paid in some capacity yeah. to basically prostitute themselves. Yeah. For the greater popular good or whatever the fuck cause they think it is. Can't buy me love. She's all that. This movie. Ten things. I'm like, I didn't know that there were so many and we're watching them like all together. All in the same I'm like, I can't. They're terrible. Well, and I can't. I can't get behind any movie that like the big dance is the big fucking thing. Because in high school, for me... I went, okay, in the, well, we started having dances in in eighth grade. And within that eighth grade through senior year, I went to one dance. And the only reason I went to that one dance was because I had a boyfriend who really wanted to go to a dance. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I'll go, but fuck this shit. Like what is so? What makes this so important? This isn't fun. The music is loud. You can't talk to anybody. Your shoes hurt. You have to get your hair done at three o'clock in the afternoon and then not touch it for the rest of your life. It seems like, <laughs> and then you're in this dress that you basically almost rip because they don't make dresses for people with hips. And fuck this whole thing. I went to like all the dances, <laughs> <laughs> except for two. But yeah. what makes them so? What makes them like the epitome of your life? Because that's how they were always I, treated. I don't say they're epitome of life. I didn't actually go to senior prom. I went to junior prom, but not senior prom. I had a dress for senior prom because I was still dating said boyfriend. Mm-hmm. But then he dumped me mm-hmm. three <laughs> weeks before said prom, which our school's proms were like in the same building. Yeah, that I, didn't, night. I didn't have a boyfriend at the time. Can you believe it? Angsty Justine came out. <laughs> no, you said I always have boyfriends. You do always have boyfriends. Well, I didn't have a boyfriend for senior prom. Well, congratulations. I'm proud of you. Thanks. <laughs> I did go to a, a punk rock show at the, the VFW Hall with my best buddy. I had a movie marathon instead because I had like my mother and a bunch of people from my high school the seniors teamed up with my mother to try and get me to go to the dance still because my mom thought I was I was devastated because I couldn't go to the dance and really I wasn't but I had to basically threaten 
to find my ex-boyfriend because our our proms were on this like floating event space thing or we had like two floors and it was on the river mississippi river i told every person that asked me if i was going to the prom that if i went to the prom i would seek out find my ex-boyfriend mission impossible style and throw him in the river everyone believed me and left me the fuck alone let's turn that that into a script (laughs) you ready to drive me crazy no, fuck this Drive movie. Drive me crazy. <laughs> 20th Century Fox. Blame them, okay? I blame Fox for a lot of things. <laughs> oh, God. So first we meet Nicole. Like I said, it starts like a sitcom. I don't know what's happening, but she's like, I'm so wired is her first line yeah. in the movie. I've been up all night being perfect and doing all my homework for something. I don't oh, know. She wasn't doing homework. She was doing the prom committee shit. The centennial. The centen- whatever. It's not a prom. But it is a prom. It's a hundred year centennial with alumni and family. It's bullshit. It's prom. I mean, it was terrible looking, but I like the idea that it wasn't prom. Yes. And we also meet Chase, her neighbor, who's a complete opposite because he has a messy room. And he was still asleep and his alarm was going off. Yeah, he hates waking up. He's me. Yep. They used to be all thick as thieves when they were younger, but then junior high happened. Again, we find this out through dialogue. Yeah. Of the parents who Chase's dad is going over to buy, not buy, borrow <laughs> borrow milk. Hey. From the mom. Yeah. It's instantly were you like, they're fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which Sam, we find out Sam. in the very last yeah. of the movie. Yeah. But, like, if you're leaning over a fence and grabbing milk from the neighbor. <laughs> them fucking. Them, them, them fucking. <laughs> and we got no chemistry from anybody else in no. the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, boom, instant chemistry. Okay, we know what those characters are aren't about. They, aren't they a real life married couple? Probably. I think they were somebody. I read in trivia that it was like, Melissa Joan Hart's parents are actually married in real life. And I'm like the parents in the movie oh okay i was like <laughs> i'm so sorry for creepy hippie or not creepy hippie mom but hippie mom and creepy scary pedophile man who only showed up twice oh maybe maybe that is them i don't know who they are oh my god i hope that's not them sorry i did terrible research because i don't care <laughs> <laughs> okay so there's halter tops and hard drugs is what i call the next segment <laughs> Except not, not hard drugs. It looked like he was carrying a bag around a bag of giant ass cocaine. Like, why would you at sc- at school? You do not bring a giant baggie of a white like. This substance. was like a sandwich bag of cocaine. I'm like, no, and you don't just like flail it in the air for anybody well, and all that, to see. Also, you were in high school and you were not like affluent really at all. How did you afford that much cocaine no, that's in the when 90s? He said it was cocaine. I was like, no way it's cocaine because <laughs> that's that's just not even. If we were watching, you know, the Al Brooks movie, then yeah. <laughs> you mean Al Brooks or Woody Allen? I was going to name drop either. Yes. <laughs> um, and then I was like, well, maybe it is Kool-Aid because they dumped it in the water. No, that that like made sense shortly thereafter. But the way that it was introduced and 
the ridiculousness of yeah, it. Yeah, where like, he like, like opened his backpack yeah. and he's like, look what I got. Yeah, it was like, or, like drugs. drugs. <laughs> <laughs> not not drugs. Stranger than drugs. <laughs> so the Centennial is a 100-year event. There's this school news report. There's a dance. Everyone's invited. And, of course, not everyone's invited. I mean, they're invited, but, like, there's the alternate kids. Chase's friends being like, brr. Dances are totally and impressionism. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they were they really a lot of, political. Yeah, lots of words that didn't really fit the description of a school dance. I was like, can't they just be, like, burnouts? Yeah. Or, you know? <laughs> can't they just be no, chill? These kids were, like, politically active, like... Tearing down, like, you know, protesting. Like, setting fire to the science building yeah. because of the The animal testing. testing. Yeah. They were, they were okay. <laughs> they were, like, political activists, but also slightly political terrorists. Yeah. You know, teenagers. Um, so they think all the popular kids are sheep, and then they turn on the lawn sprinklers at them. And no one ran away from the sprinklers. They just stood and took it. Why did you not get away from the sprinklers? Yeah, like 10 feet away from you is is dry. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know how they got, like, caught. That scene was one way too long and made no sense. How did they get caught? The three guys responsible... They didn't leave any evidence. Were they like, maybe it's because they were standing on the roof watching everybody? Maybe they were typical troubled youth and they just got like, it's these guys. It's also, always these what guys. what was wrong with the principal's like weird spray tan? I don't know. <laughs> I just, I couldn't stop staring. All I know is the scene was just them repeating boys and sprinkler. Like what? Yeah. And weren't they supposed to get suspended? Yeah, I don't understand. Everybody any of that. like was supposed to be suspended at least once or twice, and then that never. Maybe he happened. really didn't have proof. Maybe he really isn't a principal, and he was just fake, <laughs> like his tan, <laughs> like his fake tan. <laughs> so after that, um, Chase has makeouts with his alternative girlfriend, Dulce, 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 and. Brad walks in slow motion <laughs> to Nicole. Nicole, who's waiting to meet her dad, who doesn't show up. And Brad was like, you want to go to SeaWorld? No, Shoe World. Shoe World? <laughs> Weird. He needed to get new shoes for the basketball game. Which, oh. one, if you were a real basketball gotta player. you got to get his kicks. <laughs> yeah. If you were a real sports ball player, uh-huh. you do not buy shoes. The day of. That's true. You have to break those sh- shit things in. Shit things. I'm so angry about this damn movie. <laughs> so um, angry. So she's like, no, but I'm totally free to go to the dance. And he's like, eh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> like, she wants this. But why? He had no... I don't know. It's not like they were going out. They were he, just like yeah. in a social circle. It, I, her thing of like... I'm the most popular girl and you're the most popular guy. We should go and stand next to each other at this thing. Don't don't touch me. (laughs) Don't touch me. (laughs) But I just, I don't. He did fall in love with the first girl he touched, like physically. Yeah, like he like laid on top of. He he like tackled. Yeah, he's like, boobs. Boobs. I'm in love. (laughs) (laughs) 
boobs. The boobs. The like beautiful pillows. The boobs. <laughs> boobs. Boobs. <laughs> See, if she had like breastage, bre- she she just had to like you know just like chest bump him slightly. <laughs> Then he would be like, ah. Wait, is this a new stereotype? Is this a new trope? Magic boobs? Magic boobs! <laughs> there it is. It happened! It did! <laughs> My other question is, the timeline of this movie, like, how how much stretch of time I don't was this? Know. They said sometime in the beginning it was how many weeks to Centennial. But then it was like Ray was supposed to be in school suspension for three weeks and then he was back and then it was Dude, like... Dude, don't even bring up suspension. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know. I have no answer. Because then they were like the dances in November, but they're in Utah and it's like summer. Let's just move on. <laughs> <laughs> Basketball game. That's what they did in the writer's room. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Gee, I don't know. Okay. Basketball. Basketball. <laughs> you know what's good? Basketball. No. No. Um, Alicia, played by Susan May Pratt, who is awesome in everything she's in. Yeah, really. Really. They didn't like utilize her to her fullest potential in this movie at all. But five stars to her anyway. Yeah, five stars. <laughs> Five stars and a burger, because she kind of needs it. Oh. I'm sorry her center stage character really just, every time, I'm like, girl, go eat a burger. Because she's burger. anorexic in it. I know. So, girl, go eat a burger. The Alterna kids, oh, they already planned. This is, uh, they're already planning to take over the school news. This does happen, but I forgot that earlier they were like, they're, they're at that, like, bar mm-hmm. hangout place. It was, like, a rat hole. Yeah. That's they. They're they always hang out food? in like dark, dark. <laughs> yeah, like creepy bat caves. Yeah, but so in it's, the Matrix, it's a. Lo- <laughs> they looked like they were in the Matrix. <laughs> they did, but they're like sitting on this dilapidated futon, Ew. and on the the table or whatever that they're sitting next to, it looks like a plate of cat food. Yeah, I would not want to be an alternate in this world. scenario. Yeah. yeah, this part of the Matrix, nope. no. Bye. I'm not taking that red pill. (laughs) (laughs) I'll stay in my fictional world. Yeah, so they're already like, when are we going to take down these sheep? And, you know, we totally put some real news on the news, not this sheep news. Whatever. Which I still don't know. I don't know. Save the animals or something. But they didn't even do that. I know. I know. (laughs) (laughs) They talk about the animals, but then they never show them actively doing anything about the animals. So they are just as incompetent as just as sheeple as the rest of them. Yeah, but at least the popular kids were having fun. Not in a dank cave going... (laughs) They were just complaining about everything instead of actually doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's That's really, honestly, that's all this movie was. Was a bunch of people complaining or talking about something. And then never actively doing anything about it. Nope. Ugh, God. Active characters, active characters! So at the same time, they do a lot of this, like, um, parallel editing. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was 100% effective. Where they show what Chase is doing, and they show what Nicole is doing. So Nicole's at the basketball game, cheering on, hoping that Brad is going to tell Dave to tell Alicia that he's going to ask her out. Ugh. 
Why would you want a man that can't even... I don't know. Well, one, he gets, you know, touched by magic boobs and changes. <laughs> but two, Sorry. who can't even say, hey, I like you. Or, yeah. hey, will you go to the dance with me? Like, that would be a complete turnoff for me. Yeah, I agreed. And so at the, tam- at the same time, Chase is at the club with Dulce... Yeah, and, and they're doing watching the uh, the Donnas, the Donnas, and, but they're fighting. They break oh, up. Yeah, they break up. They break up. I Be- couldn't hear exactly what was going on in this situation, but yeah, there's like yeah, intense I don't remember. Feelings. Yeah, but it was he- like she said na 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 na, and then he was like said 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 said, and then she was like na 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 na, and he was like fine na na na, and then she was like. I leave you alone. Bye, bitch. And then left. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I remember. <laughs> I, I'm like, I literally, I'm like, I don't know what they were fighting about. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> Something about cat food. <laughs> Her cat food had expired. <laughs> End of the world. Okay, so then there's a bit of sad times. And then and then This was a weird breakup montage. And then the dad comes in <laughs> and was like, Hey son, you got any weed? <laughs> that's not what it was, but that's what it was. <laughs> Are you stoned? Are you stoned? No, I'm not stoned. Are, Are you, you sure? sure? <laughs> no, but do you wanna be? <laughs> that's what it was like. He wanted that Mary Jane. <laughs> Maybe he was going to go bring it to his neighbor girl. Well, she she would be the one who would have the Ooh, weed. Oh, yeah. And then they could go in the treehouse and, and just yeah. like hotbox and have a good time. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't because I'd get a migraine, but. No, no, no. I mean, like, and they're old. They got to chill. I don't even know who these, like, all I know <laughs> about these, the mom and dad character is one, the dad wants weed. And two, <laughs> they are fucking. Like, that's it. <laughs> See? And don't they sound like way more exciting characters? He just yes. wants to party. They want to they wanna get stoned and fucked. They just, just want to get stoned stone and, and fucked. Fuck. Stoned and fucked. <laughs> that's all. That's it. That's, you know, if you've got to have a, a life goal or a mentality, <laughs> it can't be that bad. As long as, like, there's consent. Yeah. Which they <laughs> totally were. Yeah. Totally were. I don't know where we are in the movie <laughs> After the basketball game, there's this party at Brad's, I think. I don't know. At somebody's. And Nicole, this is where Nicole gets really drunk because she is Finds not out. getting asked. Yeah. Because her friend is like, oh, remember that cheerleader he fell on top of? Yeah, he loves her now. So he's asking her and not you. And the so magic boobs win all. Magic boobs. So she gets wasted. Viva la boob. So, designated Dave gets called to pick up Brad and Nicole, and um, what's his face? Chase is there too in the back. So it's yeah, they're in- all ca- they're we're hanging out at like the movie theater parking lot, waiting for daughter daughter Judy, Judy who has been online Yahoo chatting, yeah, <laughs> Yahoo Messenger yeah. <laughs> with Dave. They couldn't even afford to get. They used all of their money on the soundtrack, guys. The three songs. They got the Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears, Spears and, and the Donnas. Bare Naked Ladies. And Bare Naked Ladies. And Less Than Jake. But Less Than Jake was probably cheap around that time. Yeah. Um. So in the backseat of the car is Chase and Nicole and Brad. And 
Nicole is very angry. And what's his face? Ray with his handy cam filming everybody without their permission. That what pisses me off is like filming people without their consent. Mm -mm. At the party, they loved it. They were addressing the camera as if it was fucking awesome. They were drunk, though. Yeah, no, I know. I'm not I'm not saying that that was not consent. I'm saying, like, without that, without him doing that, then we didn't have the plot point of the, yeah. the movie. So it's, like, the lesser of the evils of this movie in a weird way. So Nicole is pissed and drunk, yelling at Brad, like, you broke the rules. You were supposed to ask me. Ah, I'm he's an- like, what rules are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, and then all of a sudden lady. she's like, I'm an epic failure. Everybody's going to make fun of me on Monday. We're like, why? No one knew. Nobody cares. <laughs> She's like, I got to go to this thing all by myself. Everybody's already asked. And I'm like the head of this department of planning. I feel like this could have been a better achieved plot point if they had a better actress. You sure? I think it would be a better script. I need a- I mean, there was a, there needed to be a better script for sure. But I just feel like Melissa Joan Hart was reading lines. I did not, I I kind of got that she was drunk and I kind of got that she was mad, but it was more of because of what she was saying rather than her portrayal of said things. Yeah. Like, I feel a little bit like she was done a disservice by the script, for sure. But she was phoning it in. Like, I know she can do better than that. Maybe? I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. she was better in Sabrina, even when it did seem like she was just reading lines. It just was not, it was not well done, guys. Oh, guys. To the guys that all worked on this movie. So Nicole goes home, and she's drunkly crossing off boys in her yearbook, finding a date. And she sees Chase in the yearbook, with this horrible yearbook photo. And, um calls him up and says take me to centennial i'm a big failure take me to centennial we gotta we gotta pretend we're a couple we gotta make everybody jealous i guess yeah and he says what's in it for me she's like if you have to ask (laughs) then you don't know then you don't know he's gotta think about it or she tells him to think about it and then chase sad calls his ex call me back And then, and then he's dead. Then he dies. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, weird That's shot. what it looked like. Oh my god, it looked like he had taken the entire bag of fake cocaine that he had in his backpack that was really Kool-Aid, but he snorted it all. Mm-hmm. Which, if you, you can snort and like cause a lot of damage if you snort Kool-Aid. Oh, you know what people did... Um, at my high school, they snorted pixie sticks. Yep. They did that at my school, too. I've got that on camera because you know what? I'm actually the creep who filmed everything. <laughs> like, no joke. Oh, my God. Revelations. Oh, my God. Justine was like, I really didn't like this. <laughs> oh, my God. That was me. That was you. No, literally. Okay, so. um, <laughs> You are Ray. I am Ray. Uh, we used to go to these competitions called Vika for vocational schools. Mm-hmm. And we would all be at a hotel because this was a competition where we... Out know, of state? 
out no, of, this out was of co- county or out of county. This yeah. was a state competition. I never made it to nationals, but almost I was off by like a couple percentage points. Oh. Mm-hmm. So we we're all, all of us like unchaperoned a whole bunch of high school. I mean, we're chaperoned, but like, but not. If you watch the tape, there's no chaperone. <laughs> Obviously, I've got my my handy cam, and I'm just like. Literally, it's just me walking down the hallway. Everybody's got their doors open. This is a hotel. And I'm just, like, popping into each room. And every, like, I turn the corner. There's a pillow fight with, like, two girls and a guy. And then I, like, go around. And this next one, someone's braiding hair and ordering Chinese food. And then there's another one. This girl's got pixie sticks sticking out of, like, her thong. <laughs> like, her thong that was pulled up over, you know, up yeah, her jeans. Yeah, uh, over her jeans. Yeah, like how and they did in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, she had pixie sticks, and she's just like, hey, and then just, like, turn the corner. This guy just, like, starts snorting them. It's like, literally, I could just stand in one place. I did with this camera, and then people were just, like, going room to room, like, crossing the hallways and stuff, just crossing in front of the camera, and they were just, like, in my face. Like, people, some people I didn't know, some people I did, and were just, like, talking to me in the camera. So this, uh, I have experience with that, and I still have those tapes, guys. Dun dun dun! Everybody I knew in high school. Dun dun dun! Dun 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 dun! dun. And guess who works in LA now? (laughs) The point of the story is be nice to the creeps with the video cameras. Yeah, don't fuck with Justine. (laughs) Don't piss her off. But yeah, that's what Chase did, and then he died. And then he died. (laughs) So uh, the shot that we are referring to where he looks like he's dead, he's laying face plant first at the end on his bed with his head at the end of the foot of his bed. And he's just sprawled with his eyes open, with his eyes open. And And then there's that transition of from night to day. He doesn't move. And his eyes are still open. His eyes are still open. He is dead. He looks dead. Me and the editor, I would have been like, he looks dead, guys. Can we just like maybe they did and they're just like nope we need to use the shot Ugh. producers ah, we have power Ugh. so that next morning Chase breaks into her house wakes her up she's in her bra in her bra and he's like okay I'll do it and she- then they have a makeover at the mall at the Gap at the Gap Ugh. yeah so he's pretending to be the boyfriend so he can get revenge on his ex girlfriend. To make everybody jealous, I guess. Nobody fucking cares. Okay, maybe the girlfriend. Don't say cares. But she doesn't because she's alternative. Minimally, because she's also got this other guy. Who we see for five seconds and then she's like right back to caring about Chase. I don't get this movie. Mm -hmm. There's things that happen that don't like connect to one another. This is like a puzzle piece. That you put the puzzles in the the pieces in the wrong order and made a whole new fucking picture that doesn't look right. Right. So that night they go to the basketball game together. First Chase isn't into it, and then he kind of like taps into his male brain. Yeah. He starts screaming at the ref. Yeah, and just like, and he's making friends with the the preppy guys. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know what really made his change of heart. Or if she was just like, come on, you have to play along if you want it to be Well, and it was edited like this weird montage. It would have made sense had this been the first game. And then, like, something is said afterwards or something. Like, he's made fun of or blah, 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 blah. Like, you you didn't get, like, the basketball, blah, 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 blah. And then he kind of was like, oh, to make this whole fake thing work, I need to, like, commit. Yeah. 
It was cut like this weird montage. There were a lot of weird montages (laughs) in this movie. Yeah, just because something isn't working, cutting it down shorter doesn't make it work better. No. So after the game, they cruise Broad Street, and it looks like they're having good times together. So much so that a girl in class the next day says, Are you guys together? Because I saw you together. And then nothing is ever done again about this sequence. Um, we have a daddy issue scene. <laughs> What's the hot face? air balloon? Yeah. Where she throws a book, like, from the hot air balloon. <laughs> yeah. This is all, okay, we forgot to tell you, she also threw her phone out of her window when she was drunk and it hit a cat or something. <laughs> that poor cat. So she has a problem with throwing things, which I get, girl, I get. Like, when I had a phone that was a brick, I used to throw it all the fucking time. And- Ooh, when those flip phones came out, that was, like, the best. Because hanging up was, you could get out so much anger just by snapping that shit closed. Mm. Mm. So I get it. I get it, girl. But you can't do that from 2,000 feet above. You are going to kill someone. Dave is talking to Nicole. He says he wants the Donnas to go to the dance. Okay, they're not really the Donnas. They're They're the the Electrocutes. But they're the Donnas, for reals. Yeah, why did they change their name? I don't know, but I'm calling them the Donnas because... that makes more sense. Everybody knows them as the Donnas. Yep. Of course, Chase's friends give him shit. Um, He has burgers with her friends, but he gets upset because they're talking shit about Dave. Dave. And I like... This part I like, he gets upset because he's like, you're better than this. I know that you're actually like a good person, so you shouldn't be like these people I don't like. Again, another character trait that is revealed through dialogue, but not through actions. Yeah. And so she's like, where would you rather go? And this part reminded me of Pretty of Pink, where he takes her to see the Donnas. <laughs> well, yeah, and then they're at the dance. They go to see the Donnas, and they like are dancing, and Ray is there. And and then it's like cross-cut back to the burger place yeah. with Alicia. Yes. Hitting on Brad. Yes. Basically saying offering up sex for her date yeah because she's not a lot of talk like nicole is nicole's a lot of talk and no action i mean yes but (laughs) i like how sam was like she didn't really offer up sex and like no she did she did she turn off the boy brain she offered the sex yeah chase runs into dulce with a guy and Nicole sees this and so goes up to him and starts kissing on him. And then she says, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't see you there. <laughs> nah. Jeez. And it's like an intense, passionate. Yeah. Nicole's in love now. Yeah. You can tell because the next scene she's staring at him from afar instead of doing her. Her councilwoman work. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what she is. She's something. She's in charge of the budget. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like telling the reporter people. Who are never seen again. What's the this point? Is nev- yeah, this was never necessary. Uh, like, what his ideal date is. He goes on forever because we cut away from him and then we cut back after, like, a whole yeah. scene. And he's still talking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that guy has issues because he's got so many, like, requirements for his perfect girl. Even though he was exactly describing Nicole. Oh. That never, yeah, nothing ever came of that. Nothing ever came of anything except for the fucking dance. So at Nicole's house, her mom was like, 
I heard you were together with Chase. Like, you're a couple now. And she's like, well, we're just going to this dance together and this party together. And she's like, I don't think you should see him. No. 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 Because I'm fucking his dad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she didn't technically call dibs on the whatever their last name family <laughs> On the Chase family? The Chase. Chase and Chase dad? Chase. Mr. Chase. <laughs> Mr. Chase. <laughs> Mr. Chase. <laughs> it's better than Mr. Rob. Aww. Then they have this raft date together with the popular couple. Because she buys him trunks and sunglasses? To make him she look like so everybody else. She does. Where'd she get this money from? The Gap was expensive back then. She don't have a job. Mm-mm. Is she, like, scamming off of the the dance money budget? Mm. Mm. I think her dad gives her money instead of love. What does he get it? Because he's just off flying hot air balloons <laughs> and motorcycles. He's a leader of the Mormon church. (laughs) (laughs) While he's fucking little girls. Sorry, that's what happened, okay? I'm not even going to beat around the bush. That's what he did. Gross. Too much. Um, Do not use your faith for that. So, (laughs) so, um. (laughs) (laughs) I found my platform. Leave me alone. Chase is really one of the sheeple now because he looks just like them. And he knows it now. He knows it. But is he really? He doesn't He doesn't object to it. But he does. He's like, what the fuck is this shit? He does it, though. He does not put up a fight. That's true. D is there at this place and talks to him because she's also someone who has transitioned into this social circle. So we learn her backstory, her tragic backstory. She was once fat. Yeah. And she lost all the weight mm-hmm. and then became hot. So she was popular. Yep. Chase and Nicole walk home together and they have a little reconnected of like, why, why, why? Well, this is after he was playing the with the water guns with the kids and she's like, She's Aww. in love with him. Yeah. Yeah. And this is where she's like, I'm really sorry that we stopped talking because your mom got sick and I'm sorry and all that. Yeah. Tragic backstory. Nah. Nicole has to have a science lab with Dulce. And again, it was just a device to add more dialogue, to add more character development. Mm-mm. That was not good. Nicole makes her think. Why don't you think, Dulce? Jeez, Dulce. Jeez, jeez, Allie Lauder. Think. Think about everything but heroes. <laughs> think about your son. Wow. Think about your mechanically inclined son and your three other clone sister people. That's all I remember from the show. Okay. So then we've got Brad's party. And it's like the last big thing before the dance. Yeah. They are in the home stretch, as they say. But were they? But Brad's been dumped because of Alicia. Yeah, because she like says that her... Or Brad's parents are like doomsday preppers. Yeah. Which is like... That they're in a cult. Yeah. But are they? Aren't they? (laughs) I don't know. So then Alicia causes more shit at the party by getting Chase drunk to kiss her. He got really drunk really fast. Yeah. I mean, that was a lot of tequila he was drinking. Yeah. I think he was just there for the limes, though. He had a lot of limes. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, 
she kisses him, but the way she poses it to make it look like he kisses her in front of Nicole, and Nicole gets so upset that she runs out of there crying, and everybody's like, oh. Even though she was just standing there flirting with Brad. She was having a conversation with him. <laughs> they were flirting. And then he gets designated Dave to come pick him up. And Ray records him puking. Yeah. And then stays to film the party. Yeah. Dave is, like, mad at him, but Chase is like, you're just jealous because you always wanted to be where I'm at. Nah, nah, it was easy. It was easy for me, and you've been doing this for years, and you suck. Yeah, so he, like, leaves him, and then he goes back to the party and picks up Dee and Eddie. Which Eddie was, like, trying to essentially rape Dee. Yes, in the back. In the backseat of... Dave's car while Dave is driving? Yeah, so Dave stops the car, pulls out Eddie, throws him to the ground. Says he's walking. Yeah. You're walking, buddy. And then drunk Eddie attacks. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was violent. I I think that was all, like, that was too much sound design. The way that, like, he flung... um, Dave across the car. Yeah. Head into the car. Yeah. Yeah, that was intense, That was too much. That was like, he's dead now. Yeah, it was like <laughs> Eddie is a, is up for murder. Yeah. Like the rest of this movie is some court trial. <laughs> the dance is canceled. There's an investigation about alcoholism in the t- in a high school. See, what is that would have been a better movie. That's Degrassi. <laughs> better television show. That is literally Degrassi, what you're <laughs> describing. It's better. It is better. So, yeah. D- Pepper sprays Eddie, so he's down. Dave gets back up. And he's able to drive. Drive somehow with it through his concussion. Oh, my God. <laughs> his brain bleed. <laughs> so then um, Chase is with Dulce again, but not, like, together together, Like, but she'd want to be, and he's just like, I don't know, I've got all these feelings, and Nicole's, like, super sad and not talking to him. But then Ray replaces the tape for the news, finally. With a crazy MTV music video edited oh my God. party sequence. Comparing the basketball game to a Hitler youth rally. Yeah, that was intense. Holy shit, Ray. <laughs> Props, but damn. That was, that was, that was. That was, yeah. That may be a little too much, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Don't, oh. don't compare the genocide of thousands of people. Yeah. To basketball basketball <laughs> and he doesn't get in trouble like he gets in trouble he gets suspended suspended but he can still work at the news station but they said he yeah they said he was in school suspension for three weeks the, the explicitly said this in dialogue and then the immediate next scene is her doing an interview with ray being like i kind of feel like it wasn't filmed like they added in the the Ray thing after the interview scene was already filmed. Maybe. Because I, I bet you how they did it was they filmed all of the newsroom segments mm. in the in the first, you know, couple of days. And then there was, like, huge, massive rewrites where they're like, we need more drama. We need more MTV. We need more teens. Um, what I guess I do like is that... The news anchor is just like, that kid's psycho. They should lock him up or whatever. And he's such a loser. And Nicole's like, you don't even know him. <laughs> he's going to win MTV awards. Yeah. 
Well, Nic- you're just stuck pumping gas. Nicole is just suddenly like, it's all bullshit. I've seen the light, you know? I'm an alternate now. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's not lasting. No. <laughs> so, off screen, Brad asked Nicole to the dance, finally. Yeah, we didn't see it. But she said no. The pinnacle moment that the movie has been leading up to, and we don't see it. Whereas what we do see is she has a conversation with Dee, who's just there for exposition, saying, you got everything you wanted. <laughs> and she's like, well, I I don't want it anymore. I got everything I wanted, but I don't want it anymore. And then it's the carnival. But Nicole's crying at home. Nothing happens. That's pretty much the entire movie, is Nicole is crying, but nothing's happening. Dave is set to meet daughter Judy, who he's been talking to online. It's a dance. Nicole does go, and she goes with Ray. It's a ducky moment. Yeah? Yeah. It's cute. It's nice. I like it. I like Ray. I am Ray, apparently. You are. (laughs) Chase is going out to Dulce to that Matrix bar, but then he doesn't like enter the room with her no and he just stares her down and just like slowly shakes his head no <laughs> and then leaves and leaves <laughs> he's like real dramatic like he drove all the way there just to the- get there to be like wait a minute <laughs> i don't want this anymore no um and she's crying and he's just like meh no it's not meant to be no so uh, Nicole's dad shows up at the dance, weirdly. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. Not sure why. And then the class gifts a dedication to the centennial something it's something. It's a sculpture? It's... That looks more like a carnival ride? It's like scaffolding yeah. with a, a, a light. It a, was almost like a Tesla coil. Yeah. But uh, scaffolding, ugly. Yeah. yeah. The millennium. Yeah. Yeah. And Brad is Mr. Time Zone, escorted by Alicia. And Miss Time Zone. Judy's Miss Time Zone, oh. escorted by yeah. Ray. Sorry. Because Judy is. D is Judy. D is Judy. Dun dun dun. dun. And Chase is on the sculpture, and then the Donnas come out. And they play, and then we... And then Ray is like, well, my cue to leave. Ah, gotta step aside. Well, so she then... goes, it's, a, it's all, no, Ray, it's all a scam. And he goes, well, it worked. <laughs> Which didn't make any sense. No, Ray, come back. Chase's dad is there, probably looking to score some drugs <laughs> off these teenagers. <laughs> We write such better movies (laughs) in our heads. Because seriously, Chase is like, what are you doing here? And his dad's like, uh, dancing. Dancing? (laughs) Not not fucking that woman over there, nope. (laughs) Not token up in the bathroom, nope. Nope. (laughs) I didn't didn't steal the Asian kid's bong thing (laughs) that he made from from science class. (laughs) Nothing to see here, bye. (laughs) Yeah, that was weird. 
And then uh, Chase goes up and like, I would like to cut in. She's just like, well, Ray already left. And he's like, but I was going to ask you. And she's just like, oh. And I'm like, well, duh. <laughs> you seriously think he was going to like ask Ray? What is this? I mean, maybe Chase has a thing for Ray. And he just, you know, he never had the heart to tell him. He, who wouldn't? He's the real ducky of this movie. He is. <laughs> so they dance. And they're on the big screen for whatever reason. And there's no kiss. And he does that line. Oh, what is the line? Oh, she does the line. Who are we making jealous tonight? Everyone. Everyone, Nicole. Nobody fucking cares about you. Even we don't fucking care about you. (laughs) And so they walk home. They've got this big kiss. And uh, their parents come out of the the one house together. Nicole's mom is like wearing... Chase's dad's yeah. shirt and it's I don't like know. half unbuttoned. Why are they coming out the door like all half dressed? Yeah, like, like what guilty. the fuck? Like, well, ah, look what we did. Ah, we're moving in together. We oh. gotta decide what's happening. And Nicole's like, hell no, I'm gonna go do this guy right now. Bye. It's a treehouse. We're gonna go fuck in the treehouse. Peace out. Peace out. And that's the end. Yeah, like <laughs> you just leave the parents stunned by basically saying, we're gonna go fuck in the treehouse. Drive me crazy. <laughs> this movie drove me crazy. Well, are you ready for a dramatic reading? Yes, are you? Uh, totes, we haven't done one in a while. We're like holding hands right now. (laughs) Um, We shall hold this phone (laughs) together as if we are Rafiki from The Lion King. Ah, Okay, so we're going to do the scene between Chase and his dad (laughs) for some reason. This is fun. This is fun. Okay, I'm ready. Ready? Yep. Are you stoned? You can tell me. You know I'd be cool. Yeah, I know you'd be cool. What is that supposed to mean? It means I've read your yearbook. Onward through the fog. Light up and party. Have sex. Be free. We're the class of 73. Are you stoned? Dad, I tell you come in here and you see a black light and a felt Led Zeppelin poster, rest easy. (laughs) Scene. (laughs) I don't like that repeated dialogue. Are you stoned? Are you stoned? That doesn't give the actor anything new to work with, right? Exactly. Crazy. (laughs) Are you ready to rate this movie, Ashley? Yes. Are you? Um, I'm going to give this movie two bags of mysterious white powder. <laughs> I like that our things are both going to be drug related. Oh, <laughs> um, I'm going to rate this movie one and a half beaker bombs or bongs. <laughs> beaker bongs. Nice. <laughs> Because there's only one way to watch this movie, apparently. And it's stoned. (laughs) Certainly stoned. Mailbag. Mailbag. So we have a nice little review from Not As Nice As I Sound. Which is really Mariah Avix from 600 Second Saga Podcast. 600 Second Saga. 
Yeah. Yeah. 600 second saga. There we go. Ooh, yeah. I did it. I'm proud of myself. So she writes, so much fun. A wonderfully fun time celebrating and enjoying movies. Aww. That's so nice. I love it. Thank you. That's what we're all about. It's fun. Fun. Celebration. A little bit of anger. A little bit. But fun. Fun anger. A little bit. A little bit. Just a bit. Okay, so I think I already gave it away, but next time on the podcast? Next time we're going to be watching 1999's 10 Things I Hate About You. Yes. I'm so excited for this movie. I just I love this movie. I hope that like all these movies that are the same have not ruined it for me. I don't think so. I've seen it a million times. I don't think it will because Cat is such a strong character that mm-hmm. it's hard. Yeah, like way much more yeah. fleshed out characters than any of the characters and she's all that. It's much more substance, much better. Well, if you like this podcast, why not become a patron? Uh, we've got some new items on our Patreon I know we've been posting it all over in our in Instagram, Instagram and Twitter. Please check it out on Patreon. We're going to be adding a few more items, maybe some stickers, maybe some other things. We don't know yet. Also, we post the episodes there early. Yes. For our Patreons, patrons. patrons. For our patrons, they get the they get to listen early. Yeah, so if you want to be one of those early listeners, then go to www.patreon.com/cutawayspodcast. You can also find all this information and more at our website, thecutaways.com. And you can find us and interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as at Cutaways Podcast. Please leave us comments, rate us, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcatcher. It really helps us out and helps others find us. So spread the love. Spread it. And we'll read your review right here. Right here on the podcast. Well, thanks for joining our slumber party. Hope you had as much fun as we did. Yeah. Mmm, fun. Mm-mm-mm. Now we're going to go watch Game of Thrones. Woo! Go murder some bitches. Crazy! <laughs> I just can't sleep. Bye! Hey, it's Erin. And this is Jordan. Each week, we dig up the facts on fascinating felonies and mesmerizing misdemeanors. Join us as we prove that you don't have to know too much about the legal system to be crazy for a good true crime story. Subscribe to Crime Crazy on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. And visit us at CrimeCrazyPodcast.com. It doesn't even go here.